from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Tim Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built for tough. God, we are here. You don't have to think about it. It is right here. It is right now. How you doing today, Brandon Stokely? <laughs> Better than you. <laughs> Better than you. Sound like Jay Cutler after a Saturday night. <laughs> Pulling on some lung darts yeah. till 3 o'clock in the morning. Going through a couple couple boxes of those lung darts. Oh, man, I'm doing good. Great day out there at practice, Zach. Oh, I appreciate a- you battling through your little cold that you try to blame on your kids. It's just you, buddy. It's just you. That's it. Don't blame it on your kids. But you're fighting through it. That's what you do. We had a great day of practice, saw a lot of good stuff, a lot of bad stuff, and can't wait to get into it, buddy. How you doing today, my man? I'm doing all right. I was yeah. up until about 1 o'clock in the morning on tossing a Monday and night. Just No, not tossing oh. and turning. Uh, I was laughing with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law, Sean and Ashley, who were visiting, and they're going home today. I had a great visit with them. It was their last night, so we were hanging out, and we were watching the best of the Comedy Central oh, roast, wow. like the wow. roast of Donald Trump, the roast of Charlie Sheen, the roast of Pam Anderson. Oh, my gosh. We were hooting and hollering. Next thing you know, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm already feeling a little bit down. And uh, so yeah. I asked for it. Yeah. And, and the funny thing was, when you left yesterday, you're like, you know, because you kept on. Yesterday was not in a good way. You kept on he and high, and you're walking around during the, during the, um, oh, let's go to Sean Payton and I'll It's more important. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard because there were a lot of other factors a year ago and we're really focused on what he's doing within the offense um obviously he's moving around well his weight's down he's in real good shape he's working really hard um you know there, there are a lot of nuances still we're working through you know there's some good things in the running game today um each day you know you kind of look at the film and you start again with the corrections but I've been pleased with his progress and where he's at, uh, really dating back to the offseason and, and to where we are now into our first full week. Sean, what is his assessment of KJ Hamler, his situation? Yeah, so his, yeah, yeah, his is unique in its unique uh, condition. We had a long visit with him. Um, you know, with him, the good news is we feel like, um, I don't want to put a prognosis or timeline on it, but approximately a month probably another couple weeks to get in football shape. So um, we're hopeful that once the symptoms um, dissipate and he's cleared, then that leaves us a lot of options. And so we spent a lot of time with he and his agent, you know, coming up with the best plan. And uh, we feel like we have a good one. You keep, you keep, yeah, listen, I think, look, all of us, when you, when you get ready for, a break, a rehab, you know, you want to know there's something, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I think it's important that they hear that from me and George, and that's the purpose of the meeting we had with KJ. He was good, obviously disappointed, but, you know, with with his situation, it's more of a condition than an injury. It, it's, it's something that's new re- relative to, he's never had a history of it, um, and so it's a little unique, but... Um, but the good news is we feel like, you know, about a month and a half from now, uh, that option uh, 
you know, based on how he's feeling, we feel like that that is a chance to work out in his favor and our favor. Listen, you know, when I watch him, the first thing you see is they have ball skills. They're smart and um, their experience. You see the communication, you know, so it's hard to find completions in some of these drills. They do a really good job of it. Um, and they force you and some of their seven-and-a-half-man fronts to be patient and run the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, it's – look, they're, they're a challenge. Sean, what do you think from your young pass up to this video? Um, those guys are doing well. We had one-on-one uh, work yesterday. Again, one-on-one. We went to nine-on-seven today. Um, you know, I, I think it, it's two days in with the pads, and this is when we get a chance to see them. So, you know, we're – we're hopeful some of those younger guys come on. Yeah, I, I think, I think, back in the spring when we visited and we talked about him, I think all of you re- in expect. I mean, uh, rightfully so, we're a little surprised to hear that he might be on time, not on PUP. We still, but we still have to be um, mindful of his reps and understand that you know an ACL. Recovery is X amount of time, and then they tell you it continues to heal into year two. So we, we're doing a good job of, of working him through um, the scripts and the practice plans and then being patient with what we're asking him to do. But I've been pleased to, to see him out here and, and, and not having to miss, you know, a week or two. And, and that was to his credit. You know, the offseason he's had, some guys recover quicker from that injury than others, and, and fortunately for us, he's doing a good job doing that. Yeah, we've always, we've always, when the pads come on, we've always had nine on seven and one on one with the receivers. Um, you'll see a lot of it uh, in this camp. I mean, it's just something I'm familiar with. What are the things you see Jared Stidham doing better now than the on the field? Well, the film we had obviously were two games from the end of the season and preseason tape all the way back to New England. Um, I think he's just getting more and more familiar with, with what we're doing offensively. He made a couple of good throws today on third down. Um, you know, he can beat you with his feet a little bit as well. And I think it's just getting the, the system down and the timing with the other receivers. But uh, he's, handled, he's handling the install as well. He's smart. Who has the best rookie performance so far in that year? Well, we've only had one night, so it's, it'd be a little early. Um, Two guys last night did a pretty good job, but I don't want to. We just started, so maybe we give out that award later on here. He's a, he's a real good technician. The one thing about him, he's always going to be fit in the right gap. He's real smart. Um, he is a high effort and energy player. Um, he does a good job of getting an edge, you know, getting on the lineman's edge. Um, so we're pleased with, with what we've seen. And, again, it's early. Yeah, look, he's had some big plays. Um, you know, he's getting more work now with the ones. Um, he can run. And, uh, you know, all of them, especially on offense, are learning new terminology. But he's picking it up. He's getting it. And he's, he's flashed. He's made some plays. And then he'll line up two yards too wide. We've got to get it corrected. But we're, we're at that point where we're – we, we keep talking about, you know, eliminating the repeated mistakes. So we make the corrections. Let's make sure, you know, we don't, we don't have to go through that again. Did you know 
Listen, I a lot of these guys I didn't know a lot about, and so I've said it before. We, you know, we're going to go by what we see. Um, it'd be silly for us to do anything else. What's your assessment of the kicking back and forth. Those guys for today was I think our third, you know, field goal session. We had you know the first time we missed one. Um, they're doing good. Uh, I really like the player. Um, you know, I remember him when he came out for the draft. He had this funny workout video that we all saw. Um, and you get here and you see his strength, and he's he's one of those guys that uh, that's very powerful. Um, he's a real good athlete, and I, I like that room a lot. And so, um, never really haven't been around him. I remember him when he came out in the draft, but I've been really encouraged. And just meeting them and getting to know those guys, um, it's a good group. It's a it's a close group now. Say it again. Yeah, he he's fine. Nothing, no update. I'll let you know when it's time. You said you guys go by what what you see, right? Now that they're in pads, are there some things that happen with certain guys where you go, I didn't know he could do? Yes, a hundred percent, hundred percent. It's happened every year as a head coach for me. There's always been a few players. It's, they look different in pads, and they play differently, and it's interesting. And that's why we're always guarded to, to make those early evaluations until we get into pads. So we've, we've got a lot of reps ahead of us, a lot of preseason work ahead of us, scrimmage games, preseason games. Um, but it's, it's good to see them uh, in the actual game-like tempo and dress that they're going to be evaluated and play in. So, yeah, I think that I can think of a number of players that were just completely seen differently once we put the pads on. And uh, hopefully it's always a positive way. Sometimes it's the other way. Um, during training camp, we have staff meetings at night. We go through what we're going to do in practice. We talk about the schedules. Um, we had a personnel meeting the other day. We went through exclusively the, the whole roster um, periodically, I'll, I'll get with Vance on, you know, something we're trying to accomplish in a drill. And then in season, um, in season would be me walking down. You know, what do we, what do we, what do we have to stop this week? And and having those discussions. And then just as importantly during the game, understanding how we're playing a certain game. You know, Vance and the defensive side of the ball, offensively, all of us on the same page. You know, we're not just calling plays and calling defenses. We, we have to understand um, how we're going to win that game. So uh, I think right now to answer your question, you know, it's nightly in the meetings. Um, you know, periodically I like walking down that hallway anyway. That's where the coffee machine is. So I'll have a question or two. How nice is it to have Yeah, it's good to have experience. He's someone I've always respected. I told you guys that back when we hired him. Um, you know, over the years, we've had a number of games against each other, and he's, he's just been one of those guys that I, I think is a real good leader in front of the room, a good communicator, and, uh, and I think he's doing a great job uh, with with that side of the ball. Um, but I think his experience is helpful, yeah, for me. Thank you very much, Coach. All right. All right, there is uh, Sean Payton live from the podium. Uh, we were on the air for maybe 90 seconds uh, before – 
We took Coach live, and we are uh, off and rolling here on a Tuesday, live from the denversports.com zone. Uh, we're going to be joined by our good friend uh, C. Salami here uh, in just a second. He is with us. We're also going to check in uh, with our guy James uh, Marilap from denversports.com here in just a little bit as well. Stoke, uh, happy Tuesday to you. Uh, anything you want to react to from Sean Payton before we dive into what we saw at practice? Um, no, I mean, I, I did nothing really, you know, jumped out at me that, that he was talking about. Uh, so uh, not, not, not for me, really. I mean, talking about a lot of players, Brandon Johnson, and just, you know, the difference there when, when you put the pads on, sometimes you can have a false negative right? yep. or, a false, or, or a false positive both ways. Sometimes it, you go from – it's a different game when you put the pads on, Yep. right? And sometimes you go from looking great in shorts and the T-shirt – to and this guy can't transition the pads, and sometimes you go from looking not so great when it's when it's two hand touch to all of a sudden you know what when you put the pads on you look a lot better. So right. um, football's played with pads. I love the fact that you know we're going to be seeing the the difference now with with a Sean Payton practice. We're seeing the seven on seven. We're seeing the nine on seven. Nine on seven is nine defenders, seven offensive guys, right? Just no receivers going against each other. It's a run drill. Receivers go and do one-on-ones against the, against the DB. So uh, we're seeing that type of stuff that we just didn't see last year. And uh, it might not quite be real football, but it gets you prepared to be playing real football. And uh, so I, I love looking out at practice and seeing more of what I'm used to seeing. Right. And, um, and, and, and that's what Sean Payton brings to the table. Uh, Cecil Lammy uh, with us uh, live here in the DenverSports.com zone as uh, we hear some of our listeners honking as they go by. If you hear them honking throughout the afternoon, uh, they're saying hello to us. We absolutely love it. Uh, what do you make of uh, practice? Or if you want to react to something that Sean Payton said, you kind of have the floor here. Yeah, well, Sean Payton, uh, you know, filling some airwave time. That's fine for Coach. But I just want a memo to everyone. I just tweeted it right now. Most important thing ever. Let's not overreact to what we're seeing from Russell Wilson, okay? Because I'm getting some of it from the fans up on the hill because I'm a man of the people, right, like James Merrillat today, hanging out with the fans. Um, I'm also hearing it from some of our colleagues in the Denver media, like, oh, Russell Wilson's not looking good. It's practice. I want to see him, like, break some eggs. I want to see him take some chances. He's doing that. He's actually going after Pat Sertan once in a while. Not often. You don't want to make a habit of that. But he's not shying away. He's not just dumping off passes, being short, and trying to pepper things underneath. Now, the nature of this offense is going to be that. So you're going to see the Broncos work those underneath routes. But I don't mind him throwing that pick to Justin Simmons today. I don't mind him the other day throwing, taking a chance and trying to get that pit, and it was picked off Caden Stern's tip at Justin Simmons' interception. Like, I don't mind Russell Wilson attacking even PS2. It's not successful with Jerry Judy when he does that. But he's had two big completions, both down the left sideline, to Cortland Sutton, going up against Pat Sertan, who is the truth. So as Russell Wilson learns this system and learns what he can do and what his receivers thrive with, let's all cut him a break before we jump on this, Russ sucks, Russ is throwing picks. Like, they don't have another choice. Jared Stidham is not good, okay? Enough of that. Anyone talking about Stidham? Enough. Done. Deducci, not good. You got Russ and you got nothing. So let's just let Russ have some time here. Uh, training Camp 2023 is on the air thanks to Ting Internet. If you live in Centennial, make Ting your Lightspeed Internet provider for as low as $89 a month. Go to ting.com slash Centennial for more information. 
Sean Payton disagrees with you. He really, he's high on Stidham. You hear him going on yeah. in, in the press conference. Stidham made, made a throw or two. I, I don't I don't think this is a good backup plan. I hated it on the first day that it, it happened. Uh, was very vocal about that. Nothing has changed since then. What does Sean Payton see in Jared Stidham that has him waxing uh, on uh, about him in, in, in the press conference? And more importantly, paying him $10 million right out of what the What he sees in the film room. I mean, Stidham's a smart kid. He's also a robot, so he's going to say yes, sir, no, sir, right away, sir. How, what do you, how do you want me to do? it sir when it leaves his hand you don't know where it's going like at all imagine being a receiver trying to catch a pass from Jared Stidham like he's supposed to throw it to me he's looking at me he's trying to throw it to me it might be 10 yards over his head so like I know what coach is doing coach has to do that they're paying him he made the move he picked him up and there are rumblings from people I talk to that say Sean Payton thinks he can get something out of him well good luck because uh, listen I'm just I just want to emphasize how it's Russ's show there ain't nobody here that's going to push him for the job or be better than him. With Jarrett Stidham and Sean Payton, I feel you could win seven or eight games. I think I said that on the war room with you guys. And that's not because Stidham's this great untapped potential. It's just because it's Sean Payton. It's a system. They're going to run the hell out of the ball, play great defense. What was your other um, uh, takeaway today besides Nick besides... Benito? Yeah. Nick Benito. I can't believe it, Flash guys. Finally. Yeah. How many times have we been like, where's Nick Benito at? He's gone up against Garrett Bowles, made him look bad, went up against Mike McGlinchey today, had a fake bull rush that went to an inside spin. It was awesome. Looking You've like seen White him stack Franny moves. Oh. And he's added a little bit of weight. We all know he's a little slender last year, so yep. he needed to do that. But the fact that he's stacking moves, he's a guy that's always had the speed, right? Speed, and that's what he's going to use, and that's all he's going to use. Well, now he's using multiple moves. He's in some guile with that fake bull rush that went inside spin. McGlinchey was grasping air. Let's this say, is Mike McGlinchey. I, so, so I want to stay right there because there's two different ways you can look at yes, this. Yes. You can say, oh, yeah, and, and, and we'll sort through which is the most fair. Hey, super encouraging. Your second-round pick out of Oklahoma for a year ago who didn't do anything his uh, a rookie season uh, is flashing in early practices in year number two. At a position of great need. Per- perfect, yes. right. per- yes. perfect context and supplement there. But he's also doing it against your $90 million right, th- <laughs> right tackle that you're hoping um, wouldn't have too much of a problem with uh, uh, the second-year pass He did it against your left tackle as well. He did it against Garrett Bowles. So, but how do you how do you view that's the hard part I think you know Zach is see so is, is like yeah you feel great about Nick Benito but like dang that's probably the highest paid right tackle in the game and we were I, I wasn't expecting him to be like grasping at air to a guy that didn't make much of an impact at all like he he looked uh, he looked really bad on that one play that you're talking about and that that was that was alarming concerning all of that get it, it's one play but he. You know, he looked like a JV player out there going up against Von Miller. I mean, like, that's, that yeah. wasn't Von Miller that you were going up against. Wait till you go up against Bosa. Yeah. Khalil Mack. Right. You know, um, uh, I don't know. They might even move Frank Clark out. I mean, not Frank Clark, excuse me. Uh, Chris Jones with Kansas City outside to see, you know, um, he can go inside or outside. But you right. got some good passers. How about Mad Max? Mm. Mad Max Crosby mm. with the Raiders. So, sure. you know, for me, it's a little concerning, but also. You know, I'm an optimistic guy, Zach. I try to look at the positive. You just fear-mongered with this. Wait till it goes against Bosa. (laughs) But I'm positive. I'm just throwing that out there. But I'm going to go positive spin right now. Love seeing that from Nick Benito, season. Yes, yeah, and it's good to see from that young man. Again, kind of someone we weren't really counting on much from, and you need it. As Stokes said, man alive, you got to find pass rusher somewhere, and you can't count on Randy Gregory. God bless him. He looks great. Looks he does great. look great. But he's going to look great for 10 games. And the rest of the seven I, games, I might take gotta, 10. Right, I, know. I, I might oh. 
no, seriously, seriously, yeah. ten towards the end. Towards the end of the year, right? Make a playoff. Yeah, push. I mean th- that would that would be great. Randy Gregory's availability directly impacts in a straight line how I feel about this defense. Him him being out there, and I think, and you could tell me I'm a clown and I'm an idiot, but if you offered me ten games out of Randy Gregory, it's right on the line. It's right on the line. Yeah. God, I think I might take it right now. Especially as opposed if it's to the game. last him. Yeah, like right. Cecil said, right. just finish the season playing football. Yes. Finish him. Yes, yes, yes. If if you framed it like that, hey, you'll get. You can have Randy Gregory for the last ten games of the year, or would you like to roll the dice and gamble for more? I understand why someone would say let's roll the dice, considering his history and considering a year ago how things went. I might take the ten games. Yeah, you take the ten and you're fine. But the pass rush, you've got to be creative. If you can get a guy like Nick Benito working on that rotation, Jonathan Cooper's taking that next yeah. step that we all felt Baron Browning would. I'm not sure if Browning will be ready for the start of the regular season, but. Now, all of a sudden, the Benito equation, it kind of changes some things a little bit. Tell me why. How? Well, you don't have to send more pressure. You don't have to blitz. Vance Joseph's very creative. He's going to be kind of has to this year. But, like, if you have Benito and you can bring in those waves, now you can get pressure with four. You don't have to send Drew Sanders on a blitz or Kaywon Williams on a corner blitz, which he will do. I'm not telling you what I saw at practice, but that's just football. That's what you're going to do when you can't get pressure with a four. You're going to blitz. Now, and again, I've said it, and where's Nate Jackson at when he did the don't listen to Cecil Lammy? If you blitz, Pat Mahomes will kill you. Oh, yeah. Okay? We've you seen cannot. That. The advanced data in the film, everything oh. says don't blitz this yeah, dude. Get yeah. pressure with four. If Benito can do that, now you're cooking with gas. Our Cecil- analysis of Training Camp 2023 presented by Rocks Heating and Air, ROX Rocks Heating and Air. I'm sorry, Stoke. Go ahead. Oh, that's all right, uh, Zach. Um, Cecil, uh, like, you, you know, you're not concerned about Russ. That's what you're telling us. Let's not overreact to a couple practices. Right. I like that. Um, what 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 is your biggest uh, negative so far? Watching you know these few practices that that we've been able to watch. What what's your biggest concern moving forward right now for the Denver the Broncos? trenches? Okay. The most important concern, the offensively, trenches. defensively, both, both. Okay. both, and it's the depth at both of those. You know, Raj and I were going through the fifty three man roster. It's August first. We're already picking the fifty three, and it's like, well, who's the backup guard? I don't, uh, no idea right now. Like you've got some nice starters. And McGlinchey's going to hold a lot. He's going to hold more than Bulls, everybody. Just get ready for that, okay? Oh, the highest paid, whatever. Don't he's gonna, tell me that. He will. More he will. than Bulls? We, uh, we're going to have a little gentleman's bet on that. But anyway, like, it's the trenches, the depth on the defensive line. There's question marks there. There's depth on the offensive line, question marks. And you can't afford that in the season where guys are going to get hurt and 100% of guys play banged up. You've got to have some better depth. Maybe find someone that's cut or a free agent that's still out there. Uh, but defensive line and offensive line depth is my biggest fear and concern with this team. Well, I'll say this, and you know, we're, we'll circle back to it later in the show. But one of my themes so far of uh, the first week, call it, of training camp is just how often defenders are in the backfield and how many real-life sacks Russell's taking. A lot of times they're finishing the play, and that's by design, right? Get the most out of the rep. Um, I get all that. But I am seeing to a level uh, that is starting to concern me, and again, a lot of time left here, but gosh, it feels like Russell Wilson is taking a lot of sacks, and I'm I'm link I'm sinking that Cecil to with a career high 55 sacks a year ago right, right. and then bleeding over into the next training camp. Well, I'm linking that also with Russ freely saying and admitting I'm going to run more this year. Everybody, I've got the freedom. No, Russ, no, God, no. 
Dude, you're old. Like, run when you, you still have can to. Move, though, see, so he's not bad. Uh, always not Tom Brady. Old. But I'll tell you this: some of one of them, one of them bosses, right? You're yeah. running around fear mongering about the bosses. <laughs> one of them bosses take his head off. Oh yeah, well, I we mean, saw that last year. I, I think um, you know that's that's a good point. Obviously, we don't want him running all the time, but we still want him using his legs. That's yes, a big part yes. of who he is, yes. right, Cecil? And I think it's 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 one of those things where you just have to be smart with it. Right, You're, we're not trying to get out of the pocket every play. We're not trying to escape the pocket and run every play. And then when you do, you got to be more cautious. You know, we can't Slide, be getting get out of can't bounds. be getting hurt. You know, the concussion last year was a, a scary thing there, but that was him. You know, running and trying to make a play. And so, right. just be smart with it. I think is the biggest thing for me, Cease. Yeah, and I hope he is this year because he will run, and I think he does need to run. But damn it. If you could get the ball out of your hands quickly, and we're seeing Russ do better at that. Or first day of camp, he's holding on the ball forever. Now he's getting rid of he's peppering those underneath routes. He's taking those deep shots, even going after Sertan. So, again, I know it's going to be popular to hate on Russ because he threw a pick, and, oh, my God, he sucks. No. Watch all of practice, understand football, and know that Russell Wilson is in this learning portion, and I'm going to give him grace for that. All right, Cease, great stuff as always. Are you going to do a, uh, a write-up on, on camp today? Yeah, yeah. my daily reports at dailysports.com. Yep. And, uh, you know, of course, Orange Blue today coming up at 3.30. Yep, okay. Uh, really looking forward uh, to that. Uh, Cecil will be joining us very regular, regularly here uh, and uh, and filling in some gaps uh, for us here out at Broncos Training Camp. We are live from Training Camp 2023 in the com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, Colorado-owned and family-operated commercial general contracting for over three decades along the front range, conconstruction.com. All right, uh, we are going to be joined by uh, James Merrillat here in a moment. What were some of Stokely and I's biggest takeaways from training camp on a Tuesday? That's coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from Training Camp 2023, thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built for tough. We got, I think we got a Drew Locke jersey. Yeah. No. Oh, that's a Russell Wilson what, jersey. What, what number was Drew? <laughs> yeah, three. Uh, he was three. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought My numbers were bad. So. Rich Carlos back in the day. Yeah. But no, it's Russ. I love it. Uh, James Merrill at com. Welcome to the show. What's up, fellas? Thanks for having me. Uh, First time I've been with you at camp. I know. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Well, uh, I'm really got to actually come out here to be with us, Yeah, James. man. That's, so, I was here I mean, yesterday. That's... Nobody invited me. That's oh, dude. Oh, you have door Don't worry about it. I mean, I'm not, you know, holding grudges or anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, where do you want to start? I'll give you the floor. You can react to whatever you want to. Okay. Well, the biggest takeaway from today, this kicking battle is over. Like, over. 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 Elliot Wait, Fry. what? Elliot Fry is like a high school kicker out there. You know, hitting the uprights and being wide right. How many misses, kicks did he Wait, miss? Wait, whoa. And, whoa. And what? Brett Maher, the ball just explodes off his foot. It, it does. It's just different. Yeah. And it'll sound funny that I opened with that, but Sean Payton stood there and watched their little kicking battle. Oh, yeah. Like the game was on the line, and it was it was night and day. That's that was, important. 
That was right? Mike Tyson and Michael Spinks. That's what that no, was. No, 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 this no, thing, no, no. I think that it was, that was that it's Tyson Holyfield, bro. No, no, no you're, you're, you're way off I'm, on this one, James. I'm jumping in. I'm not going to let you uh, uh, bash on Elliot Fry like that okay, and that's drag his you're, good you're, name through the mud. That's not acceptable <laughs> on this show. You're Balboa and Rocky Four hanging onto the towel too long. It's time to throw it in. This no, thing is not. over. We got it's two, over. We, we got two stud kickers. And we both of those guys might make the roster. And, and, and <laughs> the other thing was, and, and how Russ played today is is going to be talked about. I thought it was a mixed bag. I thought, obviously, the pick by Simmons, great play by Justin Simmons. Like, so, so, so go ahead and reset that because when we come on the show, we carry Sean Payton live. We catch yep. up with Cecil. Yep. We haven't talked about that play yet. Go go ahead and uh, so Russ tries to make a quick throw over the middle. Justin Simmons just bird dogs it, just jumps it and takes it. You know, going the other direction. It was for one thing. It was right in front of all the fans, and a lot of the action, especially with Russ, is on the far field. This was dead center. Yeah. You know, right in front of everybody, couldn't miss it. It's a great play by Justin Simmons. It really is. It was the prime example today. We're like, oh my god, this game moves fast because that play happened in the blink of an eye. And it wasn't a great decision by Russ, clearly, no. when it's a pick going the other way. He also it wasn't particularly close. I mean, it's in his belly. Yeah. He also had a, a, another ball batted down at the line of scrimmage, yep. which is a theme. That happens every day. My biggest worry from Russ of the day was they were on the far field. And I forget what else was going on. It was some sort of special teams drill or whatever. And they were doing this drill where the, the and it was ball boys, you know, whoever, trainers, whoever it is, catching the passes. And they're like 20 yards downfield, and they run across the line. And they're catching four at four different stations. The last one is like a toe tap on, uh, on and out. And he's missing guys against air. Like sailing passes, making guys have to reach back for it. And, again, he's throwing two, He's not throwing two receivers, so it's a little bit different. I'm like, what is going on? So that was the negative. But the play of the day was his pass to Cortland Sutton over Pat Sertan. Yeah. That was a highlight. So we can't just ignore that. And the Jarrett Stidham crowd can't act like Jarrett Stidham didn't come in and fumble a snap. Which, if Russell Wilson did that, we'd be up in arms. I'm like, oh, my God, how can a veteran? You said the Jarrett Stidham crowd. Is there a Jarrett Stidham crowd? Right, I don't I know who that is. It's like Chargers fans. Have you met one? The guy that's going to host the show after you is going to come on and talk about how good Jarrett Stidham was. Uh, I can guarantee you. Party because he's, one. Because he's hitting Taylor Grimes on a drag route against the threes, and he's wide open. I'm not trying to take it away, but if you just watch the guys throw the football. Again, in that drill that I was concerned about, Russ, he was still by far the best one of the bunch. Like, it's not particularly close, just the way they throw the football. But he was like on the deep ones, he was fine. It's those intermediate routes. He's I just know. off. And, and this is and and I'll ask the question and 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 give credit where it's due. He had a beautiful pass to Cortland Sutton that yeah. Sutton kind of hauled in. It looked like with yeah. one hand. Great pass. Um, he couldn't have. It, 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 you know, remind me of Eli Manning dropping in a bucket to Mario Manningham in the Super yes. Bowl against the yeah. Patriots. You could throw a better ball. But, 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 but Pat Sertan had great, great coverage there. I mean, he, he was did. he was covering Cortland Sutton like a blanket. It had to be a perfect pass. Yep. And it was. You're it was. exactly right. He just dropped it right in there. Um, but 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 here's what I'll say. The mistake that Russell made, like which which is more impactful, the mistake that he made or the play that he had, the the, the pick six will kill you. That will swing a game. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you're right, and you can't have those plays. I'm batting five hundred. No, I know. Right. I tend to be someone though that does not get too worried about interceptions. Their mistakes are gonna happen. I do think though, like the you, you know, we've, we've been talking about the throw to Cortland. 
We didn't see that kind of highlight last year. We saw plenty of the bad stuff, and then it was a lot of mediocre and a lot of him running around. And like, okay, we didn't see kind of those those big moments until the Cowboys came in pretty far into camp. So that's a positive. He does have to move around a lot because this offensive line, man. James, wow. I'm concerned. I, like, and I don't want to overreact and be, you know, and, and and I know someone will hear it and say, oh, he's, you know, sky is falling or trying to create a storyline. I've been here nearly every single day, and guys are in the backfield nearly every other play. Constantly. And, and it's like, and even a lot of the plays that turn out to be successful in real football, they're, you're yeah. on the ground or self-sacking or whatever. The defense um, is yelling sack yeah. a lot. You know who, who had a just pop off the, uh, you know, off the TV if you were watching it on television moment today? Nick yep. Benito. Yep. He went right around Cam Fleming. Like, Cam, Cam Fleming was just a statue. Yeah, and it wasn't just Cam Fleming. It I was mean, like, wow, that yeah. guy's got a burst. And so, you good, know. He had a really good day. Great I think day he always had that, but it was the other things. You know, could he could he hold up in the run game and some right. of those, those issues? We'll see. That's really hard to tell when you're doing right. this. But, right. man, there it's not only the quarterbacks that are constantly having to move around, and it's not just Russ. It's all of them having to move around. But there are a lot of drills that they're doing. They did the one where it was kind of, all the interior guys, the receivers and DBs went off on their own, and that's where we had the Jarrett Sidham fumble. And the defensive line is in the backfield, stuffing the run all the time. It just seems like it's over and over and over again. Well, you positive, know, yeah. But but you know, just to be fair here, that's you're talking about nine on seven, okay? And guess what? They know what the, they know what the offense is going to do. Very fair point. The offense is running the football. It's right. That's There's fair. no receivers. They're not throwing. It's a run. Um, it's a run drill. Is is what it is. So they know what's happening. It's like one on ones when it's an offensive lineman versus a defensive lineman. Well, guess what? They're just rushing the passer. They don't yeah. have to worry about a run game. Right. So that's fair. You know, just Very to be fair, fair there, it, yeah, it's yeah. tough to run the football. And, but and it and shouldn't be a disaster, fun. James. To your point, it shouldn't be a disaster. And, and it, to me, it was a disaster too many times. The other thing, and I'm going to have to disagree with my friend Cecil Lammy. I heard him yesterday with you guys talking about, hey, the Tim Patrick injury is not a big deal. They got plenty of guys here. We made the same mistake last year, right? Of like, oh, they got they, they, they got KJ and they got these guys they drafted and Seth Williams no. and J- J- Jalen Virgil. And then it, we got to week seven or week eight where you're having to watch Brandon Johnson, Kendall Hinton, and Freddie Swain that they picked up off the street. Yep. And Russ had nobody open to throw to. We agree big time on this, brother. This is a – and I wrote about it at DenverSports.com yesterday because Cecil made me that angry. I'm like, oh. we can't make that oh. same mistake twice. Hey, well, okay, who's out there? Well, Jarvis who's- Landry is probably the biggest name. Julio Jones is a big name. There I mean, are I can some run guys. Than Jarvis Landry right now. <laughs> oh wow! Brandon wow. Stokely is out there. So, someone Jeez. tweet that at him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there are, there are a lot of names that are that are there that you could go. Uh, you at least have to bring someone in and, and take a look, and, and and say, you know what, Brandon Johnson is better than Julio Jones at this age. Okay, fine. But to just think those guys are going to step up again, they made the same mistake last year with. Well, we got Montreal. He's a rookie. KJ, it's just going to be his breakout year. It's like, yeah, and they all got hurt, and we got guys like me sitting there saying, Russ is trying to succeed with guys that would be on practice squads on most other teams. It, it just, we're going to do this again? I, I think I think 
first of all, we are so synced up on this. And, uh, you know, we have fun disagreeing on everything under the sun. But I think you are, have never been more spot on this assumption that everything's fine, that the 32nd-ranked oh. offense and a team that just had five wins and only – we keep giving Russell the fifth win. One of those wasn't his win. He was 4-11. and 11, And you're going to yeah. lose who's arguably the best football player in that room and everything's just spick span moving on, no problem, because Brandon Johnson and his six career catches are going right. to come and save the day. Right. Like, I, th- th- that is a grand assumption. What that about Broncos- Marquez Calloway? He, he had he, one good year two he, years ago, and it was like and, 30 catches. But the fact that he had it under Sean right. Payton, I think it translates. He's the best He's the best chance of that bunch. If you're trying to figure out who's going to step up and fill that role, he's the best option. But he's nowhere near Tim Patrick. And, and wow. I don't think Tim Patrick's a, you know, he's clearly not a perennial what Pro Bowl player. What are you going to get from Jarvis Landry right now? I don't know. Career? What are you going to get from Julio Jones? They're gonna, you're going to get injuries is what you're going to get. Maybe. That's, and I'm probably telling you but, what you're going to get. But I think it's it's a dereliction of duty if you're George Payton, if you're not bringing in guys and trying to see who can do it. Dereliction of right. duty, yes. Kinda, I kind of stokely that one. Yeah. <laughs> stokely that one. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, it's hot. You know, I can't think is. of words. Right. Yes, yes, yes. And we are live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com zone. Thanks to our friends from Con Construction, Colorado-owned and family-operated commercial general contracting for over 30 years along the front range. You can visit them at ConConstruction.com. James, thanks for being here, man. You bet, fellas. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, more of our live reaction from training camp on a Tuesday. What did we make of Russell Wilson's day? Stokely and I will dive into that coming up next. Live from the DenverSports.com zone across from training camp 2023. Thanks to Con Construction and Ting Internet. Reacting to today's practice, ROX Rocks Heating and Air presents Stokely and Zach. Powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning. All electric and built Ford Tough. Feels good too is to check in with the scrappy one, Will Peterson from DenverSports.com. We're kind of going through the car wash here of our friends who are across the street out at camp. Uh, Stokely and I teased into Will getting a Stokely and I's thoughts about Russell Wilson today. We're going to briefly hit the pause button because uh, we're curious what you saw out there. Yeah, I, th- I think the two biggest plays of the day involved Russ. One great and one not so great. Uh, it was great by Justin Simmons. He came out of nowhere and picked him off, and uh, it was just one of those moments where it's like, oh, that's why he led the NFL in interceptions last year because he's just a blur. Just comes out of nowhere and says, my ball. That was awesome for the defense, not so much for Russ. But then Russ redeemed himself because no one, no one beats Pat Sertan the second these days in any drill. And to drop one into Cortland Sutton was very, very encouraging. It was like, okay, that's the top corner in the in the whole league. And they just dumped one 
literally perfect in the sun down the sideline would have been a 35 40 yard game how about um so how, how do you how do you weigh those two things though will like you know like you said well you know, one really bad play obviously that wasn't a good interception it's practice but then a, a, a special special throw like vintage rust like so when you leave there you see some good some bad obviously you can't go one good pass to one interception i mean that just doesn't right. work out in the nfl well and i gotta tell you guys he, he just looks I don't want to be rude. He just looks so small out there, like almost almost sort of out of place. Yes, yes, like He yes, looks yes. like a kid wearing a Russell Wilson Halloween costume <laughs> playing <laughs> Russell Wilson for Halloween. <laughs> it's uh, like a parody of himself, you're saying. Yeah, and, and, and it make, I told this. I told this. I was watching practice with James Merrill. I said this to him. I said, it makes me respect what he did in Seattle all that much more. Oh, yeah. Because how was this guy this good for yeah, 10 years? Good take. When he's, yep. you know, he's 5. Is he 5'10"? He's five ten. He's not five eleven. There's no. I've stood right next to him. I've stood right next to him. Dude, he might be five no nine. Way. Yeah. And now all this weight he's lost. I mean, he's 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 the size of a, a lot of high school kids. He's like five nine, a buck eighty. You know. And we do see passes get batted down every single day. Like when he's in the pocket and he's operating from the pocket, well, at least once a day there's a batted pass. We saw that was a theme throughout last season. And I'm just kind of, I, I, you know, I had the same thought. Like, I watched them all last year. I watched them all, <laughs> my man, uh, we watched them all last year in camp, all last year regular season, and I still had another moment out there at camp today, yeah. this very day. Like, damn, he is small, man. And I don't, you know, I don't know why it's like a, a, a but uh, so I hear what you're and, saying. And more power to him for doing it for a decade in Seattle, being yes, this small. Yes, yes, I mean, how did he do it? How was he that good for so many years with the Seahawks when last year it felt like his, his size hurt him for a different reason because he was, you know, was overweight. And then this year it feels like the size is going to hurt him because how can he see over the line? I mean, I, again, we saw we know he did it with the Seahawks. Well, that's not a new thing. Like, dude, it was concerning, though. It It looks like he looks out of place. I'll put it that way. Well, what's, well, what's your biggest uh, positive uh, walking away from practice after, I don't know, five, six days, whatever it's been, three, four practices that we've been able to see? What's your biggest positive yeah. here um, so far? It's the pass rush, guys. This, this pass rush looks dynamic. They are embarrassing this offensive line every single day, and it's not just, all oh, Randy Gregory's having his moments or Frank Clark. It's the, it's the Nick Benitos of the world are having their moments as well. I, I think, obviously – you can't sack them in practice. But I think in these 11-on-11, 9-on-7, 7-on-7, well, not 7-on-7, 11-on-11, I think that half these plays would end in sacks. It, it feels that way. Yeah, it does. Right? It, does, it, does, it, it does. feels that half of them would end in sacks. So we can kill the offensive line, and I know Mike McGlinch, he had a terribly tragic situation he was dealing with, and he's he's finally back, and Bolsey's back out there. But if we're going to crush the offensive line, we have to praise the pass rush. And that is going to be so key for this defense this year, especially when you play the Mahomeses and the Herberts of the world. You're going to have to get pressure on them. And uh, if Gregory and, and Frank Clark can stay healthy, and then you have the second-tier guys. Frank Hopefully. Clark wasn't even out there the last couple practices either. No. Right? He's no, sick no. or something. But so. he's still a starter. No, I know. But yeah. I'm saying that's that's to back up your point. Right. Like they're doing it with the Nick Benitos. Like, we're not expecting anything from this guy. And, and Frank Clark right now is not even, you know, the last couple practices, not even in the mix. It's interesting you bring that up, though, because I am having a little deja vu about last year, guys. Tim Patrick's already hurt. Frank Clark's not out there, no update. Riley Moss is not out there, no update. Marvin Mims has been in and out. And then do you guys know the two today? Jonas Griffith. Jonas Griffith yep. and Quinn Miners. And it, I, it just, like, yeah. Miners at the very end. Because uh, I was going to say, he was out there for the majority of practice. Walked to the locker room with the trainers. Wow. So we're not going to speculate, but it just is, 
how many times does it did, it did it feel like last year in camp every single day there was a new one? Yeah. And I just rattled off, what, six, seven guys that are supposed to either be starters or very key backups on this team. And we still got two and a half weeks to go of camp. It's, it's August 1st. It's August oh, 1st. But no, no, guys. It's Lauren Landau, the weight coach last mm. year. He couldn't keep the guys healthy. It's all on him, right? So we overhauled everything. It's yeah. football. Not you know, there's start, always yeah. a fall guy, and he was the fall guy uh, last year, unfortunately. It's football. You're going to have injuries. That's just the way it is. I mean, they put a ton of money into keeping guys healthy and a ton of research, all of these things, and it's football, right? Now we're seeing all these guys four or five days in already banged up. It just it, 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 it happens. Yeah, but is that happening in every camp? Seven injuries? Maybe of, not seven, but yes. Uh, yeah, you yes, yes. It, it just it feels does. like last year. It feels like a bad movie, and the reason it feels like the worst movie is because, obviously, the Tim Patrick thing was unreal. Yeah. I mean, 363 yeah. days later. Disturbing. ACL in the right knee, Achilles in the left, golf cart again. I got thoughts on that that I want to expand on here a little bit later. Um, sure. Just because, you know, yesterday was so real and so fresh, um, but... You know, when I take some time and, and really sit back and put my feet up, mm. I get I get to thinking. Yeah. And I got to thinking last night. So I got some thoughts, some more thoughts on that. Like good, okay, love good that. or bad? Give um, us a little tease. Hang um, tight. Hang it's tight. Not, oh, know, a little tease? Yeah, just a little tease. Um, it's it's not um, either one of them, really, but I would think it would be more negative than positive about, about the situation. It's more I'm kind of asking a question here uh, about um, his situation. So I think it's a disaster. I, I don't know how anyone can sugarcoat. We just lost our second best wide receiver on day four of camp, and everything's fine. Uh, oh because, no, I'm not Brandon Johnson. No, 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 no. I, I got it. I'm, I'm off on a different. My my gotcha. thought process somewhere different. Um, I, I love people looking at the positive and next man. There up, is no positive. But you Will. can't you can't sugarcoat what happened yesterday. Was the story of camp most likely? I know most likely, but 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 I and what I, are these I, people do like what are, what are they saying? Mike but, Evans was running his mouth I, this morning. Yeah, I, I don't actually let me see I Mike actually, walking actually around. I heard don't that. Let me like, see him. Like this isn't a big deal. Like and 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 there's someone else actually to call out too, and we'll get to that in a second. But we're live from Training Camp 2023 in the DenverSports.com. So thanks for our friends at Randy Ross Tennis Center. Um, I saw Mike. I saw Mike. Mike Kliss is agreeing with Mike Evans and saying like, Hey, if you're if you're a playoff team, you should be able to overcome this. And I'm throwing a challenge flags from uh -oh. Centennial. Uh -oh. going, to me. This is a five-win football team. It's not a playoff team, this is it? This is a team that would have had a top-five pick. Everything's new. So you're like, you're, you're talking about, hey, this is nothing to see here. When he may be the best football player yeah. in that room. Of in that room. Like, you lost one of your best offensive players. Yes. Football players, yes. right? And, and so that's that's tough to replace. Dude, I mean, what are we doing here? Now you're one injury away on August 1st. Yeah. To, to, one of the two starters to have in the worst wide receiver room in football. Yeah, that's that's the reality of the situation. I don't understand this. There's nothing to see here, but I I don't get it. We're all on the same page. It was a massive, massive loss, and we watched the exact same movie last year that we watched yesterday. Yeah. And again, we all have a weird case of deja vu because it's the ex exact same thing one year later. And mostly, I feel horrible for Tim Patrick. Give me your better the day, real quick. <laughs> oh, no. Before we let you go, do you have one? Do you uh, have one? Are we rolling against the Rockies again? They've made two more trades already today. No big names quite yet, but okay. today's the trade deadline. We're fading the Rockies tonight. All right. <laughs> fade, fade, fade. All right, I love it. All I right. love it. Thanks, Will. We'll appreciate you, man. Always uh, great checking in. Our broadcast from Training Camp 2023 is powered by the Ford F-150 Lightning, all electric and built Ford Tough. All right, uh, what did Stokely and I, we've, we've, we've gauged uh, the folks at the station, what did we think of Russell Wilson's day today? Our thoughts coming up next.